Hello, and welcome to the Love Your Work Life podcast. I'm your host, Elisa Shuck. Whether you're going for that next promotion, looking for a job, or making a career pivot, I'll teach you how to navigate it all so you can have the career you want. Welcome to Love Your Work Life, episode 104. Before I get started on today's topic, I did want to just invite you to check out Control Your Career. This is the membership where you can get access to all kinds of professional development tools and courses and classes and any kind of support you need in your career. And I bring this up specifically because next month, for the month of May, the topic is how to survive and thrive in a toxic place. And by place, I mean it could be the environment, it could be the people, a person. Unfortunately, it's more common to be working with toxic people and in toxic places than I would like it to be. And you might be one of those people. So I want to give you some very specific tools that you can use. It'll be available to you inside Control Your Career so that you can survive, find ways to thrive, and still be you, not compromise who you are just because you're in a toxic place. Of course, you can subscribe anytime you want. We kick off how to handle a toxic workplace with the first class, which takes place on the first Wednesday in May. All right, my friends, I can't wait to see you there. Now, For today, I want to talk about your capacity. How do you tap into your capacity as an employee, as a worker, as everything that's available to you in your career? The problem is most of us have limiting beliefs. What starts out as other talk, these are the limiting things other people have said to you throughout your life. It could have happened in childhood. It could have happened in school. Maybe you had an idea and you had a teacher who said, no, you'll never be able to do that. And that sunk in. We are so impressionable when we're young. But what tends to happen is other talk turns into self-talk. And that becomes the lens through which you see everything. You're constantly comparing your capability and your capacity to these limiting thoughts that you have, these limiting beliefs that you have, either because you've internalized something that was spoken over you or that little seed that was planted that was limiting has bloomed and blossomed into a fully grown tree of limiting beliefs, and you just find whatever branch you need to keep yourself from achieving everything that you desire to achieve in your career. We've all been there, trust me. Overcoming limiting beliefs isn't about disregarding them or ignoring them. It's really more about acknowledging them and then 
working through them and finding alternatives which are more resonant with you. Because limiting beliefs aren't actually the truth. It feels like the truth because it's something that you've rehearsed over and over again in your mind. But these aren't actually truths. You can make decisions, very conscious decisions, to believe new things, to think new things. And by thinking new things, you will start to believe new things about your capacity to achieve everything you desire. These little things that keep popping up from time to time. And what I want you to do is start to nurture those little things, explore them to allow them instead of instantly dismissing them. All right. So how do we do this? Well, the solution is exploring your capacity on the outside as well as the inside. You need to start taking yourself seriously. And I don't want this, and maybe this is a little, maybe this is a little truth telling, but until you start taking yourself seriously, you won't really take anything you're thinking or anything you're doing seriously either. And it's the alignment of all of that that'll make the biggest difference relative to achieving your full capacity. Way back in my career, my first real management job, my first leadership role was in a childcare center. Now I had been a teacher there and the director who I worked under was leaving and she wanted me to take over. She saw potential in me. I have always been a little bit of an overachiever So I jumped at the chance to be this director. But I also knew that while I believed on the inside that I had the capacity, I also needed to show up for myself and for the parents within that capacity as well. I knew that I had to step it up and take myself as seriously personally as well as the environment I was working in. So here's how I did it. First of all, I took a look at me. Did my appearance, did the way I conducted myself, even my personal style, did it exude professionalism? Did it exude credibility? And I'll tell you, yes, it can be for the people on the outside. I did want those parents to trust me because they were putting their children into my hands. But I also knew that my professionalism, my credibility, how I carried myself was for me because that just helped shore up the confidence that I had on the inside because I was showing up as that leader on the outside. It's so interesting the way our brain is constantly looking for evidence that what we're thinking is true. And it's looking for evidence in our outside world. So don't minimize 
the impact being intentional about you, your person, how you dress, how you show up, how you carry yourself will actually help you boost your inner confidence. I bet you that you know instinctively when you are feeling good and looking good. There's a TED Talk, and I'll, I'll look it up and I'll put it in the show notes, about a power pose. That the way you stand, the way you put your shoulders, your posture, it's this physicality that affects your internal confidence. And when you're trying to achieve your full capacity, leveraging the internal and external is such a complete way to grow and expand. Back to the child care center director, I knew that to elevate myself and to ensure that the parents walking in felt safe and felt like they were leaving their children in a great environment, that it needed to be clean. It needed to be organized. It needed to have an environment that helped them feel like they knew me. They could like me. They could trust me. I was looking for that cohesiveness, that integration of what was going on in my head, what was happening and with the way I acted and in the environment I was creating. Your personal space is a reflection of what's going on in your mind. Take a look at your space. If you're driving, don't do it until after you stop. <laughs> okay, you might be listening to this while you're driving. Maybe you're sitting in a room in an office. Take a look around you for a moment. Does your personal space reflect who you want to be? I remember once when I was job searching some time ago, And I was feeling very overwhelmed by the job search. I was feeling very scattered. And suddenly I looked around me and my environment was a reflection of all the scattered, cluttered, disorganized thinking that was going on in my brain. And as soon as I realized that, I thought, okay, I've got to clean this up. And by cleaning up my outer environment, it helped me clean up my brain, clean up my thinking, clean up my approach to my job search. Do not underestimate the power you have to grow your capacity simply by making these little changes to what's going on inside and outside. One of the things that I also recommend that you do is ask yourself some really good questions. This will help you identify the places where maybe you've been neglecting your capacity. 
Maybe you've been neglecting your capacity because you've just let yourself go. You're overly casual. I'm not telling you how to dress. I'm not telling you what to wear, what not to wear. What I am suggesting is pay attention to what you're thinking and how you're feeling with how you're dressed. Do you really love your reasons for how you're dressed? Does the way you're dressed empower you or deflate you? Does it raise your capacity or lower your capacity? Only you know this. You have to ask yourself very direct questions and be honest with yourself. And when you get an answer that is telling you, hey, kick it up a notch, or you're getting an answer that says, you know what, you can chill a little bit, then go with those answers. Here's some questions that you can ask yourself. And the more questions you ask yourself, the more curious you get. You'll come up with some of your own questions, but here's some starters for you. What does someone who fill in the blank, okay? This is your this is your role. This is the position. This is the the idea you have about yourself. So say you want to be a marketing director. The question to ask yourself is what does someone who's a marketing director know? What knowledge do they have? What information is inside them? Do you know that information? Do you need to share that information? If you know it and you're not expressing it in some way, shape, or form, then you're probably not achieving your full capacity in that area. How does, let's stick with a marketing director example, you're going to fill in the blank for your own job title, okay? How does a marketing director interact with peers? How does a marketing director interact with their team? How does a marketing director interact with stakeholders, with executives? By asking yourself that question and then spending a little time thinking about the actions, this is that outward stuff, right? You will start to develop your capacity for that role. Here's another way to approach it. If I was the marketing director, what would I be thinking? What would I be feeling? What would I be doing? What would I be saying? How would I be engaging others? This is that combo of how you think about yourself acknowledging if you have any limiting beliefs, and then looking to the outside, is there anything about your outward environment that is also limiting? Or is the outward environment really showcasing what you're capable of? My friends, this combination of investing in yourself by thinking differently, acting differently, showing up differently, 
creates all kinds of momentum. It is a way that you can be strategic about growing your capacity, growing your capability, and making, again, it's not just theoretical capacity. It's capacity that you can leverage in your current role, in your next role. Don't underestimate the power you have right now simply by creating a sense of balance and awareness between thinking, believing, doing, showing up in physical ways as well as mental ways. All right, my friends, to your capacity. I'll talk to you next time. Here's the thing. You are going to work 90,000 hours in your lifetime. That's 30% of your life. And for some of you, it's probably even more than that. So you might as well take control of it. Learn the skills you need to learn. Get the professional development resources you need to excel and deliver and have impact. That's what my membership, Control Your Career, is all about. Join for $20 a month or $197 a year. If you want VIP treatment, you can get access to that too. The bottom line is I want you to have all the resources you need to create a thriving career anytime you want. And when you hit some blocks, then I'm going to give you some things on how to survive too. Week after week, month after month, inside Control Your Career. Go to elisashuck-careercoach.com forward slash control-your-career. I will see you there.